Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. So go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on the stances on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then save your choice to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote early or on Election Day. This election matters. So make sure you are ready and you vote and you vote informed. So visit go to ballot.org, enter your address to make sure that you vote and vote informed. Parity, and while I know that yeah. I'm running for a state house position, so it's not like I can um, really speak on a federal level. Yeah, yeah. In our state, I would love to see Georgia lead the way in parity. I think that's just a huge issue. Um, we also do have, we're looking at changes to our um, health care options and being able to address that in the options that are available really would make a difference. Yeah. Um, we've got incredible leaders in our state who understand addiction. We have incredible organizations like MAR yeah. and some of the other groups that are out there who want to get involved who are we have the georgia council on substance abuse who's been an incredible voice mm -hmm. for addiction and does just a great job advocating and understands um, what's needed mm -hmm. yeah. and i think our um, republican leadership has listened but there there's more we can do right well, is, is there any are there any initiatives right now i mean i i think all of us would agree in that part of combating addiction is stopping it before it starts so what, I mean, first of all, I mean, every area has different challenges and different, you know, specific drugs mm -hmm. or, you know, um, points of addiction that are more problematic than others. So, I mean, what are, you know, do you have ideas or are there are programs already <laughs> in place to help combat it before it starts? So that way, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Sure. Well, and, and I know you say stopping it before it starts, but I think there are people out there um, who there there's, is a genetic component to oh, addiction yeah. um, and we do have an opioid crisis that is closely linked to the prescription mm -hmm. issue yeah. and certainly there's a lot of awareness programs and those kind of things that are out there um, our drug courts are doing an incredible job working with um, the recovery community to understand how we can do a better job mm -hmm. yeah. at helping to stop that um, as people are moved through the system understanding how we can manage that and put people through a recovery program as opposed to an incarceration program. Mm -hmm. So I do think that there are things out there that we can do. So Erica, what made you passionate about this this platform? <laughs> so it's, it's a great question. So my passion has always been families. Uh -huh. So um, I am a certified parenting coordinator. I am a certified youth parent and child coach. Yeah. Um, I worked a lot. Um, I was a development director for the Foster Care Support Foundation. Mm -hmm. Families are torn apart by a number of different things, but alcohol abuse, drug abuse, those mm -hmm. kind of things impact families. When I met my husband, his passion is the recovery community, and yeah. he was very engaged in that. And one of the things that I love about my marriage is that we spent a lot of time understanding what each other was passionate about, and he took me to my first open hmm. CA meeting. Oh. Um, I thought that was really interesting, and for me it was like church. Yeah. You know, even though I couldn't share Mm -hmm. What I learned was how incredible the 12 steps were. Um, yeah. I started going on a regular basis, ha just gained so many friends, and then I actually asked someone to be my sponsor. 
which Interesting. is very unusual, I yeah. know. And I had someone walk me through mm -hmm. the 12 steps. And so you lived it through. versus just reading about it. I did. And I really believe that that's important. Yeah. I think we can do a lot of soundbite yeah. conversations, yeah. but that's not really what this Enough is about. Enough of the platitudes. You put the... I'm so sick yeah. of soundbite politics. Too. I'm sick of soundbite leadership. Yeah. And I am... There's, yeah, there's too much of that exactly. out there. We are live, so maybe yeah. I, I don't yes, know. No, are, no, I yeah. think this is great, but I think also this is, I mean, you can correct me if you're if I'm wrong, this might be one of the reasons why you agreed to do this podcast to, with us. Absolutely. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. We, we can't do that. So when someone talks about recovery, um, I am not yeah. in recovery. I do love my glass of wine. I do yeah. love <laughs> my yeah. cocktail. We'll, we'll ask you about brown liquor later on. You but. can ask me about it. <laughs> but, but I needed to understand what it meant to surrender and I needed to understand what the struggle was yeah. as best as I could yeah. to be compassionate and then to think about it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. Very good. So I do have one one issue. Probably many because we're just now. Yeah, you might we have just an met issue. Each, yeah, we Come just on. met. So I got one. If you only have one, then one I haven't your, done my job. One of your platforms here is invest in education and workforce development. You're thinking, wait a minute, why would, why would that be an issue? The word invest always scares the crap out of me from politicians because that just means more taxes. What do you mean by invest? <laughs> so that's a, that is a great question. And um, so... It's funny because invest immediately you put dollar uh -huh. signs exactly, in there. Exactly. Yeah. And um, and That's I why really it scares me. <laughs> it does. But here's the thing: we, um, you know, we do have a difficult year this year, and mm -hmm. everything has needed a cut. Mm -hmm. I am fiscally conservative. Yeah. And I love the fact that as a state we are mandated to mm -hmm. do one thing, and that is balance the budget. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I love that. I don't ever want that to change. Mm -hmm. But when and where we have the opportunity to help our constituency, our mm -hmm. Georgians, sure. be the best and most able workers to entice businesses to invest here, yeah. we need to continue to do that. Yeah. And so that means that our schools need to be teaching our students to be agile thinkers, to be um, skilled and versed in the best technologies. Yeah. It means that we need um, job um, training programs that are available. Mm -hmm. We need to have opportunities for those who want to learn new skills to be able to do so. Mm -hmm. And to the best of our ability to afford to do so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, to the best of our ability, not by raping right. other things, we need to be able to fund our sure. schools. Yeah. We need to fund our charter schools. We need to fund um, our retraining programs. We need to have those opportunities. Right. Would this also mean more of a instead of, you know, I'm not saying push away from the traditional traditional four-year college, but maybe place a greater emphasis or greater importance on our trade schools oh, and those types of things, our, our vocational programs directly, so that way it feeds directly into that You're workforce. talking to a woman who started a sanitation company after <laughs> leaving an executive role, and I have to tell you, if I had known, number one, how awesome it was yeah. Yeah. to be in blue-collar services, yeah. and number two, what a need there was, yeah. Um, I, that's what I would have done instead of going yeah. to, and, and I'm wearing my Georgia shirt. Guys, all of you out there, I love my bulldogs, but I would have gone to trade school mm -hmm. and we don't push yeah. that enough and we don't glorify that enough. Right. We were just talking about this the other day that uh, there's such a demand for those services now right. that people are making a fortune who get into it yeah. because so many people went to college for some little arts de de well, degree we were, or we something were, like we that. We were told it was important. We were yeah. told that's how we were going to be able to yeah. feed our future families. And I mean, you speak about Georgia being mandated as yeah. a whole to balance the budget. Look, I'm sorry. Um, you know, as a young person, I mean, what about, you know, impressing upon them 
the the same the same premise in their personal lives. I mean, going into a job where you you can bring home a you know a paycheck after an honest day's work and yeah. not already be you know a hundred grand in the hole and you For know desperately living off of credit cards or paycheck. Yeah. Or paycheck. So I think this is kind of interesting because. Um, and I think really we're at the right time to have these conversations. We are in an environment now, and this is different than when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and, and I have kind of an interesting story because I left at, at 16 years old and cold called my way into college. Huh. So I don't actually have a high school diploma. I left and went to the University of Georgia really? um, yeah. early <clears throat> before. I was early before wow. early was cool. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> I was Zooming before Zoom was cool, oh, guys, too. So now there everybody Zooms, but I used to have to explain what Zoom was. Just like I had to explain what, you know, a knock was and two-way yeah. was and all that. Mm -hmm. So I'm a technology dork. But um, but when we were growing up, people didn't understand what that looked like. Yeah. But now entrepreneurism is super stupidly cool. Yeah, it really right? is. Right? So people are thinking, gosh, I want to start a business. Gosh, I want to do these things. And I am not discounting the value of a four-year college education. Right. But if you want to start a business these days you want to do something make something grow something and to know how those pieces work yeah. trade school is a phenomenal I option agree. Yeah. so um and it's affordable yes. and right yeah. now there are grants and opportunities to do that so yeah. um i encourage lots of kids to do that oh there are tradesmen and women out there that yeah, are please. making more money than <laughs> please do not, I, not do not down get me road. hostile yeah. there so they, right? they are making more money than people with four and eight year degrees in oh, a lot of cases yeah so, no we referenced yeah. on the show the other day i mean i have i i pay on a mortgage that i i pay a mortgage for a house i don't live in yeah so Right. Her yeah. student debt from getting a medical degree. <laughs> so, not to be taken on lightly. Right, tell so, you. tell me, you know, one of the, your issues here: sponsor business growth policy. Are there specific policies that you don't like that you see in the legislature that you want to change, or kind of flesh that out for us? Sure. So, um, so there's there's a few things that um, that really bother me, yeah. and. And part of that is we pay a lot of lip service to things like, oh, small business. Yeah. Um, but then when you really get down and you define it, small businesses are always defined as 300 or 500 yeah. employees or less. And um, what we know by looking at the research is that there's actually yeah. tiers to small businesses. And there yeah. are specific hurdles at those levels. For example, at 25 employees, there are specific hurdles that we know yeah. prevent someone from going from 25 to 100 and those yeah. kind of things. So I even, think they're- Even going from three to four. You know, in the state yeah. of Georgia, if you go from three, even part-time employees to four, you automatically have to uh, get workers' comp insurance. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, there are incentives we can do to grow what the average person thinks of as a small business, what the average small business person thinks yeah. of as a small business to get us to the point where we really are growing the next big business that's yeah. going to help support our Georgia economy. Right. And we have hundreds and thousands of these small businesses. So when I talk about policy, I would love to be part of a movement that takes our businesses that are at um, that five mm -hmm. employee. And I really haven't thought of that. I'm really thinking more at, once we get to about 25. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so you know, that's something that I really do need to think about. So thank you for pointing that out. But um, at 25 employees, at 100 employees, at that 250 employee point, you're really at some places where with just a small amount of assistance, with streamlining certain hurdles, with looking at where policies are, yeah. you have the opportunity 
to do some monumental things that not only impact that business, not only impact families, not only impact economic development, but impact revenue for our state. And that comes back yes. Yes. into yes. helping our schools. That goes back into our road infrastructure. That goes back into a surplus we can use to help fully fund hope again. Yeah. That goes yeah. back into things that everybody, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, sure. you care about and want, but without doing these things to help all of these other people grow, we can't have yep. because we have a mandate to balance and if we're not balanced, then we can't do that. And don't forget, it was not that long ago that Governor Deal was able to sign that fully funded schools. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so that was a big deal. We did that because we had a, enough money. Yeah. Right. And when you say we, we have a mandate to balance the budget, the Georgia State Constitution requires us in our state to balance the budget. So it's not something politicians can dance around. It's in no. the Georgia State Constitution. Thankfully. Yeah. And I'm yeah. so thankful for that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I raised three children mm -hmm. and um, still raising. You don't ever stop raising. Yeah. So I have yeah. three children. And we talk about that all the time, looking at how much money do you have? How are you allocating that? What are you putting away? Yeah. And um, I don't call it a rainy day fund or an emergency fund. That feels like you're planning for that. I just call it right. a prudent reserve. Yeah, I like that. And yeah. so I think about that as prudence. We want to be smart. We want to be intelligent. Yeah. And then we want stuff to have funds in reserve yeah. right. to be prudent mm -hmm. because we don't know when or if something will happen. Um, but or just should it happen? Within, living within your means. Yeah. So. So um, putting the platforms aside, let's talk about the local community here. Yeah. So, you know, tell us some of the issues that, because uh, this consists of what parts of Norcross, what other parts? So um, the 95th is Norcross, Peachtree Corners, yeah. Berkeley Lake, um, a little bit of Duluth, and a little bit of Johns Creek. Gotcha. So there's five cities that are engaged in the 95th. It's just okay. an incredible area if yeah. you think about what it's like to be part of that north metropolitan Atlanta. Right. So we've got a lot of families. We've got some incredible schools, both public and private. Yeah. Um, we've got businesses, we've got neighborhoods. It's incredibly diverse, mm -hmm. Yeah. which is just a beautiful thing to see. And it's been, what the last 10 years really you've seen just this huge change because I've lived here since 2005 and this the, when you say diverse this area has changed so much the last 10 years it sure has um, so my husband built or bought his house here in 1987 wow oh, okay so we have been longtime residents yeah. here in this area oh my just gosh, right you've here seen so tremendous growth then. Um, one mile almost exactly yeah. from here uh -huh. so that's one of the reasons that you'll oh. see us walking here nice. back and forth all the time and um, this is there's just it's super active so I'm on the board of our local rotary yeah. club uh -huh. which is a thriving wonderful rotary rotary group um, I'm on the board of our Peachtree Corners Business Association mm -hmm. that gets involved in doing all kinds of wonderful charity work we just did a and are still doing something called Feeding the Frontline, yeah. oh, okay. where we brought food to our first responders, to our hospitals, in conjunction and partnership with a lot of our local businesses, um, like Firebirds, which is right here, yep. um, and Three Dollar Cafe, and a number of other businesses, um, Ten Bistro, right down yep. the road. Been to all those. Yep. <laughs> um, which is fantastic. I'm a member of our Southwest Gwinnett Chamber okay. that is having incredible speakers and is doing food deliveries that I've been part of. So and making snack bags. 
I'm also on the board of National Charity League wow. um, on our national board, so I'm part of that national nominating committee, but I brought our Northeast Atlanta club here to Atlanta, and so we've been doing a ton so of work So it's important here. that the people in your district, they, they hear this because you're so involved in your community, yeah, so that's... I love our community, yeah. and um, you know, even outside of that, it's just... There, during COVID, it's been difficult because people have been shuttered in yeah. mm -hmm. and people need help. And so um, we have a co-op here in Norcross that mm. people, so a lot of people know about, but it's been hard to stay in touch with. It's not really safe to drop yeah. food off okay. to the co-op. So one of the things that I was able to do is partner with two more of our local businesses. So we have a Hollywood Feed and we have a UPS store down at Spalding and Holcomb Bridge. And both of them have agreed to put boxes in there, oh, and so people cool. can drop okay. food off. Okay. And then our local Rotary Club worked with me to pick up and drop off the food. Oh, so um, there's so much we can do. Yeah. Sure. So I've been yeah. working with everybody possible to try to connect our community right. Very cool. and help support. And because you are so involved in community, I mean, a lot of times we think of our elected representatives as you know, kind of separate. You know, we don't think about meeting them at the grocery store or meeting them in the course of our daily lives. So like. Tell our viewers and our listeners something like a little bit more personal about you. Like, what kind of music do you like? You know, <laughs> do you have a TikTok yeah. account. Yeah, you know, let like, me let me tell you guys something. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let me tell you about my iPod. That's uh -oh. probably iPod. Okay. So I know they're old. It's old. <laughs> yeah, really. That's all right. Let me tell you, I do have an iPod. I have an old shuffle, and here's why. So back in the day. Um, I like surprises. So yeah. when I go into a coffee shop and I order coffee, I just say, surprise me. I love really? surprises. Really? Wow. That's dangerous. You're bold. Uh, wow. So sometimes you like surprises, sometimes you don't. Yeah. So um, I like to hear what other people listen to. So I have this little iPod, and mm -hmm. what I do is every few months, I give my shuffle to somebody and I say, hey, I want you to download your top 50 mm. songs that are good to run to, bike to, work out to, uh -huh. walk to. Sure. And so that way, yeah. when I am doing my exercise, I put on my um, earbuds and whatever comes on is a cool new surprise. That means that I've got everything now from thrash metal huh. to um, jazz okay. to the refreshments wow. to pop. I've got everything. The only thing that I asked them is I had one guy fill it up with all this weird monk chanting. Oh, wow. Oh, Gregorian yeah. chant? Oh, yeah. my. And really, that's hard to oh, work out Oh, there goes my additions. <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was really bad to yeah. work out to. Like, there was... Um, maybe if you're doing some kind of, like, weird, like, you yeah. know, yeah. religious some meditation, yoga. Yeah. But, but when I'm trying to, like, work up a sweat and... Oh, yeah. doesn't really inspire that it, type of intensity to get really That was my only... Cardio. That was the only bummer. But, oh, that's funny. But the shuffle, I figured, you know, if I lose it, yeah. I'd be sad. But, you know, and I always give it to someone I don't know really well that yeah. looks kind of cool and interesting. Uh-huh. Sure. So um, there was a guy who was a... Um, in a wheelchair, he broke his leg skydiving, but he worked at one of the local stores, and he was just really cool. He had cool tattoos. He was just really yeah. neat. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder what he listens to. So yeah. I'm like, would you be willing to load up my shuffle? And interesting. Okay. So well, is this something like when you meet when you meet your constituents out and about? Like if they come up and like, hey, Erica, can I like share my, <laughs> you load share your my shuffle? Music with you? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So if you want to share your music with me, load your let shuffle. me know. Yeah. I will happily let you load up my shuffle. That was funny. Um, you know. You so, wouldn't you wouldn't want the stuff I get put on there. No, so. I probably do. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not easily Be offended. Careful what you ask for. But that's what kind of music <laughs> I listen to. I'm an equal opportunity. I think that if I 
in life, if you pigeonhole yourself into one thing, I then agree. you lose yeah. opportunity. Right. Now, so. earlier in our conversations, you were mentioning you're looking for. I am looking. I am looking for you. Oh, yes. TikTokers. TikTok. You. Yes. I want you. So I am looking for an intern to help me with my communications mm-hmm. on social media. So um, it's a it's a got a small stipend attached to it, but I need somebody who's way cooler than me to help me with my social media so if there's anyone out there who's in the local area you don't have to live in the district but um, occasionally I would like to be able to have a coffee or yeah um, you in know person in person to strategize because yeah. you're a strategist um, I am a strategist yes. but I would love to have someone who wants to help pull me through these next 120 days so give me a shout drop me a an I am something like that that'd be super cool um, and we're going to put that in our show notes as well, too, that you're looking for that intern. So yeah. we'll get some information from yeah, you. And if you could just repeat, again, like your contact information, yeah. Yeah, your absolutely. email. Your, your yeah, so my email right. is erica at elect, erica, E-R-I-C-A, McCurdy, <laughs> yeah. dot com, or um, at erica, at McCurdy GA, erica McCurdy GA. Okay, Sorry, perfect. y'all, I'm talking too quickly here. Yeah. <laughs> totally okay. I got right. too excited about you guys <laughs> on TikTok. Right. Not a problem. Yeah. Um, is there anything? So, I mean, as we're wrapping up, is there anything you you know you want parting people words. to know? Yeah, parting words. Anything like really impactful? Other than vote you, for you, because well, they're going to all vote I do. for you. So, so seriously, um, you know, today's an interesting day because Congressman John Lewis yeah. passed away. Yes. Um, he was absolutely Very amazing, sad. and um, I have a generational history of um, working towards social justice. I know that yeah. has kind of a, yeah. a an interesting connotation as a Republican, but um, it's really important that we understand that that is not something that is a democratic phrase. Um, Unfortunately, it's been taken away. It's it's been hijacked, but it is really important to know that there is room for everybody as a Republican, and there is opportunity for everybody, and inclusivity is critical, and I think that that has been a brush that we have been painted with unfairly. I agree, 100%. And so... um, I have parents that were very active in that movement um, who I grew up in Atlanta meeting most of these folks, Mm. having coffee and breakfast at the steak Mm -hmm. and egg kitchen with a lot of these folks. My parents were very active and I grew up very active with that. So it's a very sad day for that. Yes, it Um, is. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got a Facebook Live series actually talking about how we have those kind of conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, So if anybody wants to jump in on those or knows folks that I should have, that's great. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I want us to be a party that understands what true inclusion looks like, what true opportunity looks like, what it really is. Yeah. And so as people get to know me, um, to understand that that is not something new, to understand that that's not been new to what a Republican is, and that's not something new to what our state is. Yeah. So sure. I think that's critical. I do too. And I think, you know, people have such a, a, a warped view of Republicans, the, and what or Republicans have done in the history, conservatives yeah, conservatives, now. really, yeah. So I agree 100% of what you're saying, and I'd love if you're the catalyst to get back that social justice to where it doesn't mean the negative connotations to Republicans. Man, I'd more love to you. There uh, you go. Well, so I think that's Erica. Good. Thank you so yeah, much for coming on the so podcast. Much. We really appreciate yeah. it. And uh, when you are elected, we yes. hope to have you back for yeah, another interview. If you will have me, I am oh, so definitely. in. And if you want, we can do it after hours. All right. Oh, yeah, we'll get the brown and liquor. We can yeah. Have your new communications director on hand that's to right. disseminate it. However, so yeah, one last thing is we talked a lot of politics. Brown liquor. 
whiskey a drink? Do you have a favorite? Looking? It's so okay if you don't. Scotch, we'll still air it. So, yeah. So, I, <laughs> I'm kind of an equal opportunity there. Yeah. Y'all don't get offended. I'm more of a gin girl. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So, um, we'll forgive you. There's yeah. an, an old-fashioned cocktail called a, called a bee's knees that's sort of my, oh, bee's knees. Okay. Kind okay. Of my thing. So, <laughs> if you want, we can, like, share. You can bring your favorite There cocktail. you go. I like it. I can teach you my favorite cocktail. I'm not opposed to gin. No, no. I mean, I think... French 75 has some gin in it. That's not so there bad. Go. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> All right. So if we want to do a mixology mixer <laughs> yes. here, I think we're gonna do we that, can yeah. set up a table yeah. and we can Perfect. do something like Maybe that. Maybe that can be, uh, you know, right before the election. That can be your major in-person event. Well, our go. Thursday shows are going to be Thirsty Thursdays, so maybe that's when we'll do one Wonderful. of these. Yeah. I'm good with a Thirsty okay. Thursday. <laughs> right, thank you can, for having me. Thank no, you for coming on. Politics and brown liquor. So. Done. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.